Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, hello. I've just walked through the door. Welcome to the Newtown Theatre. Uh, please welcome a man who's been up since 4 a.m. Tidying his house as well. It's been a nightmare. It's Richard Herring. Hello. This day is so long. I can't believe how long this day is. Welcome, my fan friends. Welcome. Welcome uh, to the final show. The Edinburgh Fringe of uh, Rich Herring's Leaving Sayonara Tatar podcast. <laughs> uh, I really am leaving. I'm, I'm getting in a cab to go back to my house to put in the final things, and then dr- I'm driving to the Lake District tonight, and then probably getting up at four o'clock tomorrow morning and doing the rest of the journey home. Uh, so I'm, I'm not pleased to be going. So much as so much as delighted. Let's uh, go. This could, be my, this could be the last time I'm ever at the Edinburgh Fringe. You, know, you never know. You never know. You never know. You never know, Liam. I was t- when I was talking to you, Liam, the other day, Liam's been to 20 of the 21 Edinburgh Fringe. Show. What do you call this podcast, Liam? Uh, Liam's super thankful. Oh! He calls it Rahalastapa. So it's... Um, can't even get his cue right. That's it. Re- Has anyone been to more than 20 of these? Because I'm going to give Liam this book at the end unless anyone can beat... I don't think he has. I don't think anyone else is that. You're not mad, Liam. Don't worry. You're not insane. You're what you you are a normal. You're not. That's a normal thing to do. What you've done is normal. <laughs> if only 400 people had done that every day, I'd have had it much. 
nicer fringe. And uh, we actually did, it was it was touch and go, but we uh, just got the numbers we needed to average 200 people per show today. So well done, everyone. Thank you very much. Which is what I was aiming. For. I didn't think I'd get there. It's what I was aiming for. So thank you for that. Um, uh, yeah, I have been tidying my house all day. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, uh, it's. Um, uh, in general, because I don't want to give my landlord any more money. I, I, I know I haven't tidied it well enough. They'll, he'll be taking some of my deposit away. Uh, I've worked out that uh, my landlord gets pound sixty-six of every ticket I've sold. <laughs> <laughs> that is not on, is it? That is, that is it's, it's pretty close to what I'm going to get. Because <laughs> it's of my part as well. It gets divided up and then I pay all the expenses out of my part and then I get what's left. I am going to get some money, though. It's all right. It's not going to pay for 2014, as I hoped. And uh, and, uh, the moustache is gone as well. If you were here yesterday or were listening yesterday, I had a a comedy moustache just because I I didn't want to show it. I trimmed it with some scissors and got it off. Although I was tempted to just go down the Hitler moustache one last time. I just thought I can't. It's a good job I didn't because I came down in a cab. I brought some booze for the guys. Uh, in the, the theatre, who I the, the the crew at the Newtown Theatre, I have to say, have been absolutely fantastic. I think the best crew I've ever worked with. So give them a massive round of applause. So I'm very happy to. I'm not sure my taxi driver would have appreciated the, the Hitler moustache. I'm not sure. You never know. Uh, and um, uh, last yesterday, uh, my computer broke. So it's been a fantastic. I can't charge my computer. The thing doesn't fit in. I don't know what's happened. It's terrible. So what a fringe it has been. And uh, what an amazing fringe it's been. Uh, and if you are up in Scotland, if you live up here, uh, I will be in Glasgow in November doing a Rahalastapa. And uh, my guest, one of my guests will be Limmy. So it's selling pretty well. So do, uh, and he's not performing, he's not doing any live stuff anymore. He does his Twitch stuff or whatever it is now. Whatever it is. He's on the telly, he is on the telly. So, but that's not, it's not the same as live, is it? It's not the. All right, mate, fuck, back on, back down. <laughs> I said fuck off but I said back down <laughs> so my uh, thank you very much for my guests for coming along to this dead rubber of a gig that isn't much use for publicity especially as one of them has finished his show but we'll get on to that my first guests uh, today are possibly best it's hard to find them on A they work under a pseudonym and B they have a quite common name so we're going to find out if I pick the right ones off IMDb <laughs> One of them is best known as, as the composer on Christine and Christie. Seems unlikely. And the other is best known for playing Rosie in Got Your Nose. I reckon that's more likely, but I'm still not sure. Will you please welcome Flo and Joan, ladies and gentlemen. Flo and Joan, if that is their real name. If that is, don't Welcome, come in, sit down, there's mics, there's water. Oh, oh. It's the last show, so you are allowed to bring in games and we can just play games if you like. We don't, we don't, we don't have to take it too seriously, is what I'm saying. So did I... <laughs> we can just mess around for 20 minutes. That's what I plan to do. Um, so I've been tied in the house. I haven't done any research. I've no idea who you are. Um, <laughs> I have. I've, worked, I've, I've, I've gigged with you and I don't think it's fair because you both have a lot of talent and I, that I do not... I think that's fair in comedy. We were saying our first ever gig in the UK, we, I think it was in Tring. Yes. And we, you were on second and we were on first. Yes. And it was absolutely a Richard Herring audience. And they hated us. They it loved was our you. first ever gig in the UK and it was brutal. Yeah, you were our first, was it? Our first gig ever. Yeah. They and hated it was me bad. as well, that's weird. So, <laughs> I thought they were your audience. <laughs> 
I thought you did very well. I can't remember you doing going, going down the storm. So, um, wh- were you, Nicola, the composer on Christine and Christine? It might be Christine. Oh my God! I was like, "Lol, that's really funny." I actually think I was. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It was that um, uh, that video, the Tara's song thing. That narrows it down to nothing. But uh, yeah, I think I she was. She was working on her own. She wasn't working with you. Yeah. She did some composing nah. on her own. That's I guess good. it might Only be because of the music. You know, I just thought might, you know, there's a possibility yeah. you could have composed. I didn't. I don't think I have an IMDb, so this is very oh, well, illuminating for me. Maybe you do. Maybe go and have a check and <laughs> put some other stuff in there. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you must have done some other stuff. And were you, were you Rosie and Rosie and got your nose? I was. I didn't know what you were talking about now, yeah. when you said it, but I, I was Rosie and Rosie and yeah. got your nose, whatever what, that was. What was that? It was a really good... It's my friends, the Trophy Husbands, and they do sketches, and they did this amazing sketch where someone just, you know, they've got your nose when someone tricks you, but they, like, blow it up, and it's, it becomes this big operation that someone's actually stolen someone's nose. It's very funny. Okay, good. We'll they look do, out for it. Yeah, we'll they do out. silly I stuff I mean, we like all that. know you from that, so that is why... <laughs> it was my so breakout no, year. <laughs> I mean, you'll get this all the time, but let's get this out of the way. Why have you gone for Flo and Joan rather than Nicola and Rosie Dempsey? It was the name of our nan and her sister. That is yeah. not an answer. No? No, well, I, I didn't call myself Doris and Babs. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> though maybe I should have done. <laughs> we might have had a better gigging tring if you... Yeah. Why did you want to be named after your gran and her sister? We just thought, like, Nicola and Rosie is just a bit shit. Like, it's just boring. Yeah. And if we went on, like, the Dempsey sisters, then we sound like some weirdos from, like, the 20s who are going to do loads of cartwheels and, like, spin plates <laughs> on their heads. <laughs> And we haven't tried that yet, but so far that's One not day. part of our gig. Okay. So Flo and Joan just seemed like a it was a panic thing. We did yeah. when we did our first gig. We were, they, we didn't want to, We didn't know what to be introduced on stage as, so we just went. Flo and Joan. We we always our mum would always say Flo and Joan are coming to stay, or we're going out to see Flo and Joan. So when we were young, we just heard the names Flo and Joan all the time. Yeah. Um, we just stole it. It worked for the first show, and then it just stuck. Yeah. That's what it was. That's it's allowed. Yeah. So you're allowed to change your names. That's show business, right? Oh, it I is. I think Rosie kid. and Nicola, Nicola and Rosie. It, it does sound a bit young, I think. It yeah. sounds like kids' TV presenters. I think Rosie and Jim, as yeah. now that you hear, you'd hear the name Rosie and think, oh, I assume they're puppets. Yeah. You think, <laughs> you'd assume Rosie has gone solo from yeah. Jim yeah. And, and gone turned, become a lesbian. I think they were brother and sister, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie and Jim, sis, brother and sister. I mean, they were puppets. I should be more interested. But <laughs> they were ch- they were child puppets, and I'm not I'm not a pervert. That's the thing. I only I only like adult puppets. That's on, that is now on record. <laughs> um, <laughs> very good. And and you, you start did it, did it start as a YouTube thing? Was that was that how you did, you sort of filmed some stuff and and or were you wor- were you working? Tell me how you began your careers. That's the easiest way to get around my phone okay. trying to remember what, how you started. <laughs> we started doing live. We just yeah. did loads of gigs. In, uh, we started in Toronto and just did a, we did that the first gig and then someone asked us to do another gig and then it just trickled from there. Yeah. And then we, we just put one video on, online, mm-hmm. the 2016 song, I think, that one. Yeah. And that one just sort of blew up a bit. And then I think people thought we were YouTube kids. Yeah. And I actually don't like YouTube that much. No, I, I love do... watching it, but I don't like being yeah. a part of it. Right. I think it's fucking crazy and it's ruining everything. <laughs> but also really helping our careers. So here we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it just went. It just we've put a couple things on, but mm. I think you've got to keep an arm's length with social media yeah. and putting yourself online. 
But they've had that. Well, the 2016 song had, a, had millions of hits. Mm. There was one that was a quite local. With the, well, there was one about just areas around Toronto, wasn't there? There was the uh, yeah, the why, oh why, yeah. Why, 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 why? You know more than us, and you're letting I on. Do, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't you know. I pretend I don't research, but I've been up. You've been watching. I've us been in ignoring the, the kids, and my wife's been cleaning the house, and I've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I did find this quote by uh, Steve Bennett from Chortle, who's massively respected amongst uh, comedians. <laughs> and you'll see why when you see this quote. It's Flanders and Swan and Flight of the Concords and Garfunkel and Oates had a six-way time-travel gangbang that somehow mixed all their DNA. The offspring might end up sounding something like Flo and Joan. You're Funny. welcome. What a pathetic quote. Uh, so, uh, I mean, how would that happen? And also, at least it does. So at least if you're going to go that far, it would be exactly Flo and Joan. Yeah. Don't make up this time travel gangbang f- fantasy. We're just the response. We're the, we're the outcome of some horny musical comedians <laughs> yeah. who just fucked in a time capsule and, yeah. and made us people. Yeah. Why does he... He wants to see... I mean, it's mainly Flanders and Swan and Flight of the Conquest. I mean, Garfunkel and Oates I'd like to see in a gangbang, but the other four... <laughs> Maybe. Flanders and Swan, you know? They yeah. were old-timey, they'd be gentlemen. I feel like yeah. they'd do some weird... They'd pull out some weird, like, old people tricks. Yeah. Like, is it not old, old people, people, but, like, tricks. old-timey tricks? Like what? I don't know, they'd wear, like, a, like, a, uh, like an army helmet or something. Oh, yeah. That's what people in the 40s did, right? They that just wore charming war stuff. Do you think yeah. in that scenario, Flanders and Swan... I know this isn't your quote. Uh, I know you didn't make it up. Do you think Flanders and Swan have come forward in time to meet the others, or do you think the others have gone backwards in time to their time? Or have they all converged? I guess they would have had to go to the... Yeah, when you were born. You know, it was yeah. nine months before you were born. Yeah. And that, But they would also need the technology to mix six... I mean, four amount of yeah. semen and two eggs. Yeah. They'd have to take more eggs from Garfunkel and Oates than they would semen from yeah. anyone else. Yeah. I feel like they, the yeah, I feel like Garfunkel and Oates and Flight of the Concourse would have to go back in time. Yeah. So that they might meet at the same kind of age. Yeah. Because I think old Flanders and Swan and young everyone else, they might be a bit like, I don't know if I want Flanders and Swan here. Yeah. Like <laughs> Garfunkel and Oates and Flight of the Concourse. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Flanders and Swan just have the technology to create babies from um, a mixture of gametes. Maybe that's yeah. their role in it, and yeah. they just watch from a cupboard and wank. That's true. Yeah. Flanders and yeah. Like Flanders and Swan are cupboard watchers yeah. for sure. Absolutely. I mean. It's on your publicity, though, this quote. So, you know, I, yeah, I feel I should it. mainly talk about this for the rest yeah. of the podcast. I'm really glad that people come to see us expecting just like a big fat gangbang of like <laughs> sex and jizz and well, stuff. Well, I just don't think, you know, I would be disappointed because I've got a very clear image of what the yeah. offspring of such an awful thing would be. And it is nothing like you two. That's good. That's and there's nice. no guarantee that because those people had sex with each other, they would create people who are capable of singing amusing songs. If anything, I would be really happy if they had absolutely <laughs> useless children. <laughs> <laughs> that had no discernible talent yeah. in any field whatsoever. That would be an act. And yeah. then if, the, if that was the quote and people came along and said, well, they're not, they're not singers. Well, they don't, that's not how genetics works. Yeah. Mm. You've assumed that. Certainly in this time travel scenario. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's just wanted to get off my chest. <laughs> I'm glad. Feels good, huh? <laughs> so, I look, I've been in a double act. Uh, mm. It's quite tough, right, to be yeah. with, uh, in, with anyone. But if you're, like, related to the person... <laughs> That you're, I mean, because like sisters, that's quite mm. a difficult relationship anyway without yeah. working together. But then you're really stuck with if you fall out and We're find done. out the other one's a dick, 
you're stuck with each other. At least I could get away. This has been a very illuminating Edinburgh, I will yeah. say that. Our really? show this year is, it touches upon that. The feel right. it. We watched this Bross documentary. You've seen the Bross documentary. Mm. We watched that, and then we were like, this could we're be fucked. our future. Like, this is... They put on a plate what, what it looks like when siblings have a career and then fall out. Yeah. It was delivered to us in a lovely parcel, yes. and, and we watched it, and I, I genuinely felt sick by the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Uh, very good documentary, they're very good. Um... Yeah, we uh, we we were just saying we we're saying last night we think since the beginning since we did Melbourne in in March comedy festival mm-hmm. and we think we might have had only two days apart from each other yeah. since March we're until gonna now. We're going to kill each other. Yeah, it's not fun. Go day. on. No. Are you sharing accommodation in Edinburgh? We're sharing so. a bed. What? No way. <laughs> Because it's fucking expensive. It is, but... And we split our fee as well, right? So yeah, we're already true. making half the amount of money, so why would we both spend a grand on a, a room? Yeah. Neither of us in a relationship. No. Well, and we do love a night if you carry on like this, are you? <laughs> Don't. Or it's going to be a very Don't. specific kind of relationship. <laughs> yeah, Flanders and Swan back in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spice up some wardrobe old men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's been a long fringe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get, but you've, so you've been working together. How long have you actually been? How long has this been going? So obviously 2016 at least, but maybe a little bit up before uh, that. Pretty much, we did our first fringe in 2016. Right, yeah. yeah. Maybe so 2015 we started to get started. the cogs going, but yeah. So four years, just over four years. Yeah. How long so were you double acting? For? I was in uh, double act for like it's ten years, but then you're you're sort of stuck in it afterwards yeah. as well. You can't ever escape it as bros. Find out. I mean, so the yeah. Bross documentary I thought was incredible. Yeah, it is and, and, But I think because it had that additional sibling element to yeah. it. Mm. I think and they can't escape it either because they look the same. So yeah. at some point you're always going to be like, aren't you that guy from well, Bross? Well, they don't look the same, they well, do. That's the thing. One look. of them looks a lot younger and hairy <laughs> than the other. Even though they're twins, it's weird. Isn't it? it's <laughs> yeah. One of them looks like a skeleton. I think yeah, they both he look looks like, like just before you're about to die. Yeah. He looks like that. <laughs> I think they both look like sexy Voldemorts. Like, that's their vibe. They look like they're going to come at you from a grave and yeah. shout Wingardium <laughs> Leviosa. They were, uh, were in the year below me at school in Fairlands Middle School in Cheddar for one were year. They? Yeah. Shut up. They were they both, weird then? They both beat up my mate Chris Gard and they both got off with Bridget Seeley, who I met quite recently again uh, and didn't recognise immediately, but then did recognise. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Let's make like this podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bridget Seeney must have a resurgence since the Bross documentary as well. Yeah. She can crack out that anecdote. Again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she likes me telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I, did it on, I used to do it on the telly because uh, I was just talking about being at school with Bross and like some, I think Deadpan magazine or something tracked her down and rang her up and asked her about it. So she, <laughs> she probably hates me. She was very civil to me when I met her. That's nice. She's oh. still, I mean, she's still a very, she's a beautiful uh, young woman. Mm-hmm. But she was a beautiful ten-year-old when I met her. <laughs> but I was also ten, so was, she was in our year. That's not on, is it? These two <laughs> twins turn up from London for a year. They're one year younger than us and start getting off with our girls from our year that <laughs> I can't get off with because I've not been having sex for another 15 years. <laughs> it's all right to fancy a ten-year-old if you're ten. That's yeah. okay, that's okay. Yeah. And okay. not if you're nine. <laughs> that is my message Aww. to Bruss. Um, but yeah, so do you, do you, is it is it difficult? Do you, is it, are, you, do you, are you arguing a lot and fighting? I mean, if you're sharing a bed, you're not. You must be getting on okay. Where it comes in waves, I think. Yeah, I think the good thing is you can. I mean, I think it's a good thing. You might be like emotionally scarred by it, but you can tell each other to really aggressively fuck off. Yeah, and there's not. I don't think. Who knows? There's not too much love lost in a way that I wouldn't. We wouldn't talk to our friends the way we talk to each other. No, but. 
we, we're getting it done. We're figuring it out. <laughs> I think. Also, there is an ease of doing it, being sisters as well, yeah. because you can, you've got, you've got, we're sharing the same genes. Our brains work in a very similar way. We're very different people, but we can like predict each other's brain tracks. Yeah. In a very creepy way. Yes. Um, so that makes it easier. And, and like most decisions, we, we have the same, in, mostly the same instincts and yeah. stuff. And we like, we've got the same points of reference. We grew up together. We watched the same TV, mm-hmm. saw the same shit, mm-hmm. got the same mum, same yeah. dad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that makes it easy. You well, can, yeah. yeah, you're on the same page most of the time. And which one of you is the older sister? Me. Is, yeah. So, did you think that was the case? I did. I would have been my guess, but you know, you both look incredibly young and could be twins. I'm ten. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> 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 um, and so let's. Well, let's. You did these nationwide ads that proved a little bit controversial on social media, which may be why you don't like social media so much. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, a lot of people like it. Was a. It was a. A lot of people liked them. They were great. I mean, it's it's what you do, isn't it? You were doing yeah. what you do as a, an, an ad. Well, it was. A, it was. Yeah, it was family friendly. Yeah. There's not. Uh, you can't really do too. Much. Our shows are shows are a lot more um, for adults. For uh, yeah, more uh, exciting. If I could. It say was that. our first ever job. Like we'd literally moved back to the UK. I think we'd been there for like three months, and then someone was like, "Do you want to do these things? They're not going to edit what you say. You just write them a bunch of songs." It was literally our first job. I was working at the Churchill War Rooms. Rosie was working in like a tea shop, and I think I was there for six weeks. And we got the job, and I was like, "Bye, motherfuckers! I'm out (laughs) of this fucking bunker." So, like, you're going to take jobs like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a challenge to write family stuff as well. It's fucking hard. We did some stuff for horrible histories, and you find out that there's lots of things you just can't say. We couldn't say the word prostate. They wouldn't let us say the word prostate in a horrible history song. That is not on. There's nothing wrong with the prostate. No, it's a very useful organ. Yeah. Yeah. So the young, young men should be aware of them. Exactly. From they a should. very early age. That was, that was literally our argument. It yeah. should be yeah. a word that kids should know, and they should be able to ask their parents, what is a prostate? Yeah. It's, a, it's a science word. What, Which is how what, science was it anything to do with the historical subject you were talking about, though? No, it wasn't. <laughs> We tried to get in the uh, we tried to get in the um, hate is going to hate Protestants going to prostate. Okay. It was about uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was about uh, Queen Elizabeth and uh, Mary Bloody Mary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we had to say prostrate. Well, Protestants yeah. going to prostrate, which makes no sense. <laughs> but prostate definitely made sense. It, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how did you, I mean the reaction you just I mean was it as that bad there was a lot of sort of social media uh, uh, there was it started quite gently and then became more aggressive is that is I mean as any woman on social media finds is that the this is it I think like what we didn't see most of it because right. we weren't like hosting the video so you don't see it unless someone tags you in it but like what we were presumably getting is like nothing in compared to like what most people get yeah mm. I think if anything we got off lightly challenged that's challenging everyone now. <laughs> Challenge this. But like, it wasn't like, I think it was just a storm in a teacup kind of thing. Yeah. Like it we was really definitely a storm yeah, in a teacup. We weren't bothered by it. Do you we think the, the nationwide kind of try and fa- fan the flames to get more publicity for the. No, they were very help. They Sorry. did. They were, they're very good at the. Um, didn't they, they brought out some advertising time and like prime time on Channel 4 to like raise, I don't know if anyone saw it, but to raise awareness of how, because they had so many adverts out and. Uh, they had people of colour, people of different sexualities talking about their experiences in these adverts and they were getting way worse yeah. than we were getting. I was just like, shut the fuck up. And you're like, that seems fair. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> these yeah. songs are really annoying. I think it just happened at the time that we, our adverts were playing so it yeah. just sort of shut up at that. But people get, people get far worse. Yeah. 
course, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, so that's where the internet's a good thing because if you put something up, then people will discover it and if they like it, they watch it and if they don't like it, they, they yeah. have no reason to comment on it really yeah. although yeah. that won't stop them. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, but it it's obviously has been a, it's been a powerful tool in getting, getting you known, though, and getting to this yeah. It is, yeah. You, so can't, you can't argue that it's, it's the main event of, of now. Yeah. And that's all you should take away from yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is staying. She's here. <laughs> okay. So let me ask a couple of emergency questions, just because yeah. people get upset if I don't. <laughs> uh, the one I've been asking everyone uh, is, uh, if you could take one item from an art gallery or museum in the world and take that and own it and take it home, any painting or artefact or anything that's in a, in a public museum or art gallery, what would you like to have? I would what? take the donation box at the front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of foreign currency in there. It's going to be a lot of time to work through yeah. we got, getting rid know. of their pound coins that aren't a legal tender anymore, which is what happens in my bucket. Uh, oh, shit, yeah. 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 So not so good. <laughs> Rosie, do you have a, do you have a favourite? I, we went to the, I'm going to say it wrong, I always say munch. Uh, munch. M- yeah, munch. We Edvard, went to the, we were in Norway munch. doing munch. Mush. <laughs> Mush. I'd take the um, scream. Scream. I fucking love that so much. Yeah. We saw it in the old, <clears throat> in the old munchy munch room <laughs> <laughs> in Norway, and uh, it was fucking brilliant. It was right at the very end of the room. Oh, I loved it. So well, I'd take that. It wouldn't be a relaxing paint to have to own, though. Perfect. Where would, where would you put it? In your right, house, up, right in my eye, eye line when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> 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 It's a good choice, uh, and let's let's. I'll do. Well, let, uh, well, I'll ask you. I don't know. I, I don't. I think one of you may, and one of you may not. Have you ever seen a ghost, either of you? Yes. I have. Yeah, one I have. Our mum all the time. I see ghosts all the time. I wake up in the middle of the night, see yeah. one right all the time. Yeah, it's probably the munch painting you've got on your. <laughs> <laughs> I I, lo- I love ghosts. I think they're around us. What, what's the best one you've se- what's the best one you've seen and isn't it weird that I, they always come when you're just woken up? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I once saw I was in my uh, uni room and I was I had a double bed <coughs> and um which broke because everyone jumped on it one night and I oh. <laughs> it was a big dip. It was one of those shitty metal ones. It was a big dip and um they just, everyone just jumped on it and so I always sleep I'd start here and just go down there into the gap and then one time I went down into the gap woke up really fast and there was a woman who I can see her face right now she was wearing a tracksuit you know like those tracksuits that you buy from a market did she have a javelin through her? I can see her face and she looked slightly pigeon pigeon faced a bit a little maybe in her 50s and her hair was like a bit dirty grey sure it wasn't a pigeon uh, I did have a bed full of pigeons because okay, my window yeah. was always open. <laughs> uh, I can see, I can see it, and, I, and her tracksuit was a little bit bobbly. And yeah. I just sort of like looked at her. She looked at me, and I went back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I'm going to see her in the street one day and be like, "That's you." <laughs> well, not if she's a ghost. You won't see her in the street unless she was a ghost from the future. Am I mixing up ghosts with humans? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be just someone in your bedroom. That's, you know, that's yeah. possible. My landlady also does have a pigeon face. Does she? So maybe she was sleeping in my bed. Yeah. Was she trying to fix my bed? And I accidentally fell asleep while she was trying to fix the bed. I woke up and she was there. Yeah. Okay, this is all starting to make sense. Okay. <laughs> it's always a logical explanation for everything. Um, so you're touring your show? Yes. This, yes. When the, it's called When the Screaming... Before the... Before, what's it called? <laughs> 
Before the screaming starts. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. The bros one is after the screaming yeah, stops. We've gone I'm before the screaming starts. Yeah. <laughs> so I drop your book on the floor, Liam. Um, good. So you're touring flowandjoan.com? Flowandjoan.com, yeah. We're doing it. We're going to do half, half before the screaming start. A bit of bo- We're going to do before the screaming starts and then also old material. Yeah, like a best of. We put a bunch of old... We've just got, a, we got an Amazon Prime special, special so we yes. put all of our best previous stuff in there. So we'll use that for like the people who've come off that and then before the screaming starts will be our new new stuff is the amazon prime thing on amazon prime now and i saw it was coming up it's, it's on. she's going she's hot yeah, yeah. that's pretty exciting <laughs> it's really fun yeah. it, lo- it looks great the colors are amazing i love the colors <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> good that uh i know you're doing another show in edinburgh have you got a show tonight we do, yeah. yeah. Two more tonight. Two more. Yeah, we, we got... thought, why not on the final day of Fringe do our show, give ourselves half an hour, and then just do it again? Yeah, that's, that's exactly idea. what we want to do on the last day of the okay. festival. Yeah. If you want, you can come back here tomorrow and do one in my time slot here. If you want, because I'm not true. here. We should yeah, just so. do that. I'm going to sleep forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming back. <laughs> Has it been a good frame? You enjoyed it? It's, it's a long old slog. I know you've done it before, but it's this stuff. You go. Oh, uh, this it's our fourth one. Like, it's our fourth year. This yeah. one was like. Ba 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 Ghosts. Um, <laughs> I love just that psychic link you've got between each other. You know when to, you know when to shut up. That's the good thing about that. I also enjoy that you asked how it went, and we both, I think, just had a verbal breakdown. <laughs> Don't ask us on the last day how our how our friends went. We're only going to be broken. Are you looking forward to going home? And do you live in the UK again now, or you? Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah in London. Yeah. yeah. You're born in. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. Right? Yeah. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy? How are you? It could be. It could be. It could. Tragically, it could, well, no, it probably couldn't be. I don't think I ever ejaculated in Portsmouth. Wise. <laughs> no one should. Don't think I <laughs> But with time travel in the mix, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> Flanders uh, uh, and Swan go, Rich, come along, we've got this great gang being organised. But I'm not musical. Oh, and I've just had a bit of jeopardy to <laughs> You'll be musical by the end. <laughs> well, it's lovely uh, to see you both. I hope we will, I'll see you again very soon. And, uh, we'll, we'll go back to Tring. You. We'll live yes. that good gig. Yeah, yeah we'll do that. I fell off that stage once. It wasn't the year you did it. I walked off stage and I thought there were stairs there and there weren't stairs there. <laughs> and I fell and my, just, my legs were sticking out there. I really badly hurt myself. It was like it's a Ray Ray stage. That's but not I, a small ledge either. No, no it's a big stage. one. I went back. Got a good laugh. Oh good. But, uh, if I had died I would have gone out you know, yeah. with the laughter ringing in my ears. <laughs> Did anyone help you up? No. They just uh. they left me to crawl. <laughs> crawl ble- I was bleeding. I was bleeding. String. Oh, yeah. String. <laughs> When I was in Tring as well, I went to the put on my plate. Before, it doesn't, John can wait. He's, he's got nothing to worry about. He's not got anything to promote. Uh, <laughs> when I did Tring, I went to... Um, yeah, they did Punk's Not Dead, one of my plays. An amateur group put it on. It's a very good play, but no one else apart from them realised. Uh, and uh, they put me up in a hotel. This is a very long story, and I've realised it's not that good. Uh, and uh, we just had our child, our first baby, and when we got there, the toilet was blocked with something, and we called up the guy, and... Uh, a guy came out and he was annoyed and we went down to have a drink and he came down to the bar where we were drinking because we'd had a very fraught journey holding up a bag with a nappy and he said, don't flush your nappies down the toilet in front of us in the whole bar. We said, it wasn't us, we didn't do it. That's my memories of Tring. <laughs> but I was very cross with him. It wasn't us, it was someone else. We weren't stupid. And if we were that stupid, we wouldn't then complain, would we? We'd fish it out. Mm. 
It's, I've had no sleep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a better story than that, then I remembered it was shit. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's Flo and Joan. Thank you so much. Lovely. Well, um, yes, uh, thank you so much for coming along. Uh, people here and uh, people at home, uh, where normal services resumed as of next Wednesday, I think. Uh, we've, got, we've got like a lot in the can already, even though we're on tour. I think we've got Angela Barnes uh, will be on video and audio from uh, next Wednesday. And uh, then it goes on. And there's, I think we've, we've already got up to December. It's crazy. And we're about to go on tour and record about another 50. And I think it's, that means either these will carry on long after I'm dead, which is good, or I can take next year off. We'll see which way it goes. Uh, and uh, people here, thanks very much for coming. I hope you ordered a programme at the beginning. Uh, at the end of the show, uh, I make a collection for Scope. If you would like to give some money in return for that programme, please don't feel you have to. And uh, many people have made that clear that they don't feel they have to. Uh, there should be some people holding buckets. Uh, if not, I will be sitting in the uh, foyer uh, selling my uh, emergency questions books. Uh, and uh, there should be a bucket there. So it'd be lovely if you give some money to Scope if you want to buy uh, either the original emergency questions book with 500 emergency questions or the new emergency questions book with 1,001 emergency questions. I've only got a, a one pack of those left, so they may uh, sell out. Um, then please come and see me. And there are also some Rahalastapa stickers you can buy or you get those free if you buy both books. It's lovely. And I'm very happy to say hello and do selfies and everything. Um, you don't have to buy anything to do that. or You don't even have to give any money to scope. You can just be a prick. <laughs> oh, I, know, I, don't want it. I want everything for free. And thank you very much for buying a ticket to the show. I mean, you know, my landlord is very grateful to, for his... Just, I will, I will, I'll let you know whether, how much, what percentage of my money he gets. I think it's more than a third. But that's still quite, you know, that's still quite good for me. Uh, so let's crack on. Uh, do give some money after, and I'm, uh, I'm gonna. Don't take long talking to me because I, I want to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Only get a selfie if you really want one because I'm, I've got a cab waiting. So my, my next, I'm taking this last one very seriously. Okay, I'm taking. This isn't. You're not just getting. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. My next guest is probably best known for his role as John in Santa Geddon. That's why we're here. He also has the honour of being the final guest. That is an honour that is bestowed. I bestow that on the act I feel has deserved it the most from their run at the Edinburgh Fringe. Will you please welcome the incredible John Cairns, ladies and gentlemen. That's an honour. Hello, John. You can choose to sit either close to me or far away. <laughs> I'll sit close. Sit close. That, I mean, that is nicer to sit close rather than... Yeah, be on if I sat there. It would be... <laughs> Then if you turn the chair around, but still, <laughs> we still had a conversation. For the podcast listeners, there's two chairs. There's two chairs. Yeah. They, but I there's reckon, three, three chairs. I reckon they can, well, three chairs if you include mine, I reckon they can work that out, because my podcast listeners are clever, and they will realise there were two guests just now, although they share a bed, so who knows. <laughs> <laughs> Could have had the little one sat on the other one's knee. <laughs> Well, I little ventriloquist act. That was it. It's like having, there used to be ventriloquists on the radio, didn't it? It would be amazing if that was just a ventriloquist well, actor and I hadn't. There was, there was uh, like, uh, educating Archie used to be. Yeah? I turned to the uh, white haired gentleman there to, <laughs> to get. There was a show called Educating Archie, which was about uh, a ventriloquist dummy who was being educated, I guess. I don't, re- don't remember to. You don't. It was remember, about it was the Before topic. your time as well, wasn't it? Yeah. That's how old it is. <laughs> Um, it was about the dummy. It was about the dummy who was being educated, I guess, but they did ventriloquism on the radio. But it would be good if I'd done a podcast and not referenced the fact that that was all... Uh, <laughs> that was all <laughs> Rosie operating Nicola, which I think would be, if, that would be the way around, right, if they were going to be ventriloquists. Ventriloquist if I think about it, yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> good. What do you think about the, uh, the whole time travelling Flanders and Swan bit? Do you think they, that, that was uh, one of Steve Bentley? Were you listening backstage? No. No, okay. <laughs> it's one of Steve's. Well, I was, but of, I was getting, it's, I was it's getting nervous. Of, oh, yeah, it is nerve wracking coming on. Sorry to be blathering like a man who has not had enough sleep. <laughs> well, no, I. Uh, yeah, I finished, like you said, I finished my run. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing there, to be honest, but I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the podcast. Uh, your, your, um, your show is the first show I ever saw in Edinburgh. Right. Which in, one was it? Uh, oh yes, really, really stuck in your mind. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember it very well. Okay. It was two thousand eight. Okay. Uh, headmasters. Cock. Fuck me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that is that is next year's show. <laughs> it's going to be a very oh, dark story. <laughs> and the headmaster's my dad, so it's a very very dark story. <laughs> well, maybe it wasn't you I saw. Maybe I- <laughs> Fuck me, sorry, man. <laughs> what? What I said, uh, headmaster's son. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, son. man. But you, uh, uh, you did. Uh, I remember you did a joke um, about uh, <laughs> your small hands. Yeah, my uh, small hands. Yeah. Po- poking through the curtain. Yeah, and trying to, try to catch Peter. <laughs> I've got, I've got quite. My friends say yeah. I've got quite porcelain small hands. Yeah, they're bigger than mine. Those are. are, those are Lunky, look, put it about the point. Oh, no, they're, no, well, they're no, yeah. the They look big from a distance, yeah. but about the same. So, was, so you I was, and I could go into business together. Well, the I've, idea. Got, I've, got, I've got quite dainty feet. Yeah. So you could stick your hands out. <laughs> <laughs> I could stick my feet out. Yeah. 
a reasonable idea, I think. That I, use, my t- I thought that my tiny hands were a disadvantage. When I was 16, I thought I'd never have sex because of my tiny hands. I mean, who, what woman would want those touching her? It'd be creepy. Right? Look at them. Look, I mean, you know, I'm not far away, mate. That's my actual hand. They get and, bigger uh, if you get closer. <laughs> they do a little bit bigger. But, um, you know, I could, I could lure pedophiles into a room, wank them off by a curtain, going, yes, sir, hello, I'm so- Yes, thanks. Sorry, I have to Why would you... Why would you whack, Why would you just what, grab it? Yeah. And then go right. What, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> why would you whack them off? Because and then what, what, when they're all sleeper, you go right. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to the police because station. Because they, once they're whacked off, then they can't t- they can't fiddle with any kids for a bit. And once they're satisfied, <laughs> right, as long yeah. as you keep wanking them off, that's the problem over. And oh, it was a public service. I was prepared to do. I don't like. I don't even yeah, like wanking off pedophiles. I was doing that out of my, out of the goodness of my own heart, and not people all, looked at me like I, people got upset about that whole idea. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> but apart from that, it was quite, my my agent did advise me to take that routine out of the otherwise charming oh, show. I, <laughs> but I refused. The best thing I ever, the first thing I ever saw in Edinburgh, I couldn't believe it. So if I like, you know, if I. Kill myself now. My head has gone full circle. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's good you're doing the podcast now because it's very important to get your publicity for 2020 in as early as you can. See, this not as... what my agent said. This is the first... first No, I thought... Do you know what I thought? I generally thought, because it's the last one. Yeah. Because you're updating it every day. Yeah. There's nothing... The next one ain't coming out for, what, a few weeks? No, about four days. Why? Because it's coming out on Wednesday, I'm just back to normal. No, this one's coming out on Wednesday. This one's coming out now, today. Now, what, yeah, I mean, live. The, the people at home, it is for them. They're going, wow, how did he know? Oh, well, there's another one on Wednesday. No, well, I'm good. Yeah, we're putting out one I've done already on Wednesday, yes. Yeah, so oh, you're, fuck. You're not even there for you. You're going to be top of the tree for, lo- for shorter than usual. Because oh. this will go up Sunday or Monday, probably Monday. James Hingley's going to be drunk tonight, isn't he? <laughs> He's going to be out drunk, getting drunk, not caring about normalising the sounds. Don't to worry about that. Gonna be out. Might get home. He might put it up on Tuesday, and then bang Wednesday. Angela who's, Barnes. who's on Wednesday? Angela Barnes. Hmm. Yeah. It's been a total waste of your time coming on this week. <laughs> I you don't, even, thought, get, who's you don't even get paid for this one. Who's time? Can I wait? You don't get paid. If you've done the regular one, you get paid. You get paid in yeah. London. In fact, you know, it's du- the, pro- the uh, fee is doubling for the, uh, the next one I do. Not in Edinburgh. Double the usual fee. Four hundred. Uh, two, uh, 500, it's 250. 500 quid. 500 quid, everyone who does it, 500 quid. Fuck me. But this one, you're just How doing do it. You're just doing this to publicise your show. That's what you're doing. <laughs> that's your payment. Uh, and I didn't have a day off. I booked no. my day off as today. Yeah, that was good thinking. <laughs> oh, yes, I could do this. <laughs> if you told me, I'd have put you on on like Friday or something. No, I thought it'd be funny. Okay, I, I, yes. I, thought, I thought it'd be funny. So, John, what was John in Santa Geddon? Was that a good role? Uh, yeah, it was about a zombie uh, yeah. Father Christmas. Okay. In, um, did you ever go down to the grotto? Uh, I think you did, actually, in, um, in Bank, okay. in central London. Bob Slayer. Oh, yes, I did, yes, yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, that yeah. huge kind of, it was basically like a three-story underground, used to be a restaurant, and... And it was just completely uh, abandoned. Yeah. And uh, he took it over for two Christmases in a row. Right. Because he knew a guy who insured it. And, uh, yeah, filmed... There was a 
film made about her. Okay. Uh, yeah, Gemma Whelan was in it. Game oh, of Thrones. Yeah. Gemma's Gemma Whelan. I know Gemma Whelan. Yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones is Gemma Whelan. She's on Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Someone from Game of Thrones saw my show. Uh, yeah. It's sorry. Two week, what? Someone from Game of Thrones saw my show two two weeks. Oh ago. really? Okay. Uh, Who was that? Was it Gemma? Amelia Clark. Wow. Oh, she did. I saw her. Yeah, I saw her. I saw her. She Instagrammed about it. Yeah, I saw that. And she, she has, I, didn't, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I didn't know she was in. Right. And she Instagrammed about my show, and she said that she loved it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she has 24 million Instagram followers. <laughs> yeah. Some dreadful shows after that. <laughs> her fans and my fans. <coughs> That is not a Venn diagram. No. <laughs> Did you consider putting some dragons in? in the... <laughs> Honestly, like yeah. the day after, front row, there was like four 16-year-old girls. Right. And I immediately knew, I just knew. Yeah. One of them, straight away, uh, yeah, I'm not making it up, faces the wall, just faces <laughs> the wall. And I, didn't, I, th- I just thought, right, I'm going to just have to blank them out of my head. Um, somebody... <laughs> A friend was watching my show that day and said that there were other girls across the stage. Yeah. And they were doing hand signals to each other about how long was left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She so put she 20 quid in the bucket. Oh, that's nice. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Amelia Clark did that on purpose to try and mess you up? Because, uh, spoiler alert, her character turns out to be a bit of a dick in the end. Everyone really? liked her, and then, really? yeah, and then she turned out quite well. I mean, worse, I'd say, than sending the wrong people to a gig. <laughs> what she does in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I mean, comparable, but worse. Have you seen the trailer for a new film? No. I think you'll like it. Okay. I think, I don't think I'm ruining it. I think there's someone in the trailer's a ghost. Okay. <laughs> And it's uh, set to George Michael music. Emma okay. Thompson wrote it with... Oh, yeah, with uh, Bryony Kimmings. Bryony Kimmings, yeah. yeah. She was talking about it the other day. Yeah. Yeah, because she didn't... Uh, Amelia Clark didn't go to Bryony Kimmings' show, or at least didn't tweet about it or Instagram <laughs> about it. She went to see you instead. I think that's rude. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck she came to Maybe see she thought you were Bryony Kimmings. And thought, this, is, <laughs> this is an odd show about almost losing a child. <laughs> <coughs> what's your show? Uh, what's your show? What was your show about this year? I never saw it. What was it about? Did you see any? What have you seen this year? I've not seen it. I've got two fucking kids that get up at four o'clock in the morning. I've seen some dirty assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some shit going right up the back of a tiny child. I've seen some kids jumping on a fucking trampoline. <laughs> I've, seen, uh, I've seen a lot of kids' shows. Don't mess with dummy. the dummies, is my. Is my tip of the best show at the Edinburgh Fringe. I saw Bryony Kimmings, unlike Amelia Clark. That's it, I've seen that. I saw um, Jade Adams. Yeah. She was there. So I did see a couple of adult shows, but yeah, I thought, when I did this, John, I thought, what's going to be great about this year? I'll just, I'm not doing a stand up show. The night before each guest on, I'll go and see their show, and then I'll no, really no. have something to talk about. No, I couldn't fucking do that, could I? <laughs> I was asleep at eight o'clock, <laughs> had two kids to look after. Um, so tell me about your show. Then I <laughs> could, you, could you just do a bit while we all look kind of blankly at you? <laughs> Can you do it? Like on the day off, I end up <laughs> doing my show for the audience. We've got to do it off. Can you do minutes. like the best 15 minutes of it? 
do you need the props and stuff, or can you do it without the? Can you do it without? Well, the I, wear, I wear. I wear. Uh, obviously, most people probably don't know, but I wear like a monk's wig and fake yes. teeth usually yeah. on stage. Yeah. Can you do it without the? If you had to do it without those things. I, I have. I, I, I've. Always, I have. I, as a just a thing. Last year, or a couple of years ago, I thought I'm just going to do. Well, I did a Christmas show, and I uh, forgot. Oh, I just forgot it all. I'd left it at home. And I tried to fashion some teeth, God <laughs> almighty, out of like a plastic pint glass. Right. <laughs> and I went on stage. And they, I mean, it, 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 my gums were bleeding. It was so <laughs> bad. Yeah. So I spat them out. <laughs> and I went, right, just, you know, I just have to do it as me. And uh, it was interesting how much they. Well, they've, they've, I've learned they give a cadence. They give a. Yep. I've learned how to use them. So it was. It, the biggest thing was I I I. I feel funny, wearing it. Yeah. And therefore, I feel like I enjoy being on stage a lot more. I think when I, when I've done it as my, as myself. I uh, I wonder what the point of it all is. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas it's like a uniform. It's yeah. like oh, I'm going to work now. Yeah, I'll put it on. Does this make and point. I, and when you've got a monk's wig and false teeth, it's suddenly it makes sense. Doesn't I it? feel. Yeah. Yeah, do we're with it. Does make sense. Yeah, it does. Make I don't sense. know why. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's got me. Because uh, I feel like that about comedy. I just by the end of the fringe, just look at all the stupid posters and the faces of the comedians. Think what. Why are any of us doing this? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is wrong with us, and what's wrong with people for encouraging us by coming? But do to you think there's? Any, I don't think there's like. Do you think there's anything? Do you think there's anything wrong with you? Because I, I, um, I, I don't really think there's anything deep down wrong with me. I don't. I mean, I don't think. I've there just is, gone I mean, too far. Mean, my audience would disagree, but I don't think there is anything wrong with me. I think I'm a pretty well balanced, normal man who collects. Picks up stones from the field, puts them on the edge, and plays snooker against himself. But those, <laughs> those are things I would do not for entertainment. I would do those anyway. But I think I'm, I think I am. I don't think I. I don't think I haven't had a big trap. My dad was my headmaster, and when well, you'll find out in the headmaster's cock uh, how <laughs> how. Uh, how much influence that had on my later career. But my, no, my you had seen the headmaster's cock. I mean, yeah. you, do, you do see your dad's cock I, a lot. I have seen it. So I've seen my dad's cock, yeah. I've <laughs> seen that. Um, but uh, no, I think I had a very happy childhood. I didn't lose a parent. I, didn't, um, I wasn't adopted. I didn't have a breakdown, as far as I know. Uh, I like, you know, I was... Uh, yeah, so I, I, I did comedy because I really liked comment I like yeah. people who made me laugh when I was a kid and I wanted to make people laugh I remember Stephen Merchant in an interview saying uh, um, he grew I remember reading it when I was like 16, 17, I remember these key bits of, because I was just obsessed with comedy and you'd skim through the newspapers and read the interviews with people, and there's two, two things I really remember, I remember Bill Bailey somebody asked him what the best bit of, bit of advice he was ever given and he said it was, um, uh, keep saying funny things. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember as a kid going, yeah. <laughs> That's all it is, man. <laughs> like when you're writing, honestly, I remember it because, you know, I'm writing. 
Yeah. And if I'm like, oh, where's this going? I just remember that. And yeah. I'm like, well, what's the stupid? What's the funny thing to say? Yeah. And then I, I just remember Stephen Merchant uh, in an interview, he said he never thought he wouldn't do comedy because he just remembered as a kid watching it going, well, there'll always be people that need to do that. <laughs> so I'll just be one of them people. Yeah. And I never, I, I didn't think like that. Right. But when you read someone say that, you know, it, it helps. And like, I yeah. grew up in Streatham. Yeah. Uh, so Jack D lived two doors down from my nan. Right. Um, uh, uh, Paul Merton lived in Streatham. I think. You lived in Balham. Well, I live in Balham. I thought, were you born in Tooting or is it Tooting? Because uh, we, I, Stuart lived in Tooting I grew when up you were in about six years old. Um, and uh, I was I lived there for a bit, and I said my. Well, you would have seen me walking yeah, around. Yeah, we would have. There was a point where we'd passed. Your hand nodded each other. <laughs> I saw a little six-year-old kid and went, "Yeah." <laughs> one day, one day. So. Um, when I live, I lived with Stuart for a bit because I think we'd I'd been I'd, I'd fallen victim of a rogue landlord who wasn't really chicks out of money, and I had to stay on people's sofas for a bit. Uh, and I said I would pay for their TV licenses uh, as my payment, uh, but then I didn't, and then they got done for TV. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they came within about two days of me arriving in the house. I was just about on the way out to do it. John Sullivan lived yeah, in Ballam. John Sullivan did, yeah. And that was like, you know, growing up in South London and all that. Yeah. Rodney would kind of reference Caesars on Streatham High Road as a yeah. nightclub and all that. Yeah. And it felt like that's... I just... It sounds so silly, but you know, not, like, I remember my nan would say, oh, a comedian lives two doors down there, it's Jack D, or John Sullivan lived just near Ballam Duke. Yeah. And it was the idea that they wrote and they performed comedy and could buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I can't buy a house, but <laughs> no. it, was just, it, just, it made it tangible. It, yeah, yeah. It, and it also, I guess, maybe made it tangible to my, um, you know, my family, my parents, because... You know, my dad's in ins- uh, was insurance, and my mum works in a bank. And yeah. Uh, there, there's no press. Uh, I can never say that word. You know what I mean? The, yeah. The, I, uh, um, yeah. So it made it real. Press the digitator. That's what you're going to say. Press the digitator. There's no press the digitators in your family. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Was that? I don't. That know what means uh, like magicians, but I think I still said it wrong. No, no magicians. Was, no one got. No, I thought I'd been very witty, but you know, it's the end of the fridge. <laughs> it's really near. I've got nine minutes left. And I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait, wait a sec. <laughs> when do you go home? <laughs> I'm going. When am I going home? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Get a cab with my uh, any books I haven't sold. Get back to the house, yeah. and then hopefully my wife's packed up the last of the stuff, and then I'm driving to um, uh, T Bay Services. Yeah, I'm driving to T Bay Services, staying there, and then I'm driving home probably at four o'clock in the morning the next the next day. So hopefully I'll be home by midday tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Why don't you? you should, why don't you love this place? It was really at the beginning of 14... Eight minutes to go. So there we go, it's happened. Uh, I, do lo- I do love it, I do love it. And I loved it, I've really had a fantastic time doing the show, and I still am having a fantastic time doing this show. <laughs> Part of the point of this show, like, it's difficult, people came and reviewed it, like, as if it was a stand-up show, like, well, there's not very much stand-up in it. 
and it's just some people messing around on stage talking about that's the fucking show and it loads of research what the show is but part of what I love about this show is I've got to be a little bit half arse I've got to appear half arse but I tell you John I'm not half arse I'm putting my I'm putting my, well, heart, and, yeah. I'm putting my heart and soul into this look at the notes I made about you you haven't morning. asked me anything yet <laughs> I'd love to see what's on that list. <laughs> Fuck me. You literally were counting down the clock. <laughs> what have you wrote? I've achieved a lot. Of, you know, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> what have you... Give me that. What the fuck have you written on that thing? Oh, no, there's loads that on here. That grubby little notebook. No, loads. My daughter's been using it as a... Fucking writing, hell. Writing pictures on it. You were a guide at the uh, Houses of Parliament, John. <laughs> yeah, what, was. Was, <laughs> what was the most interesting thing in the House of Parliament that you had to look at and say, that, look at that thing? Look at that. Uh, look at the yeah, map. Did you go, yeah, you here's the right, mace. Yeah. That's where Michael Hessenstein... Picked yeah. that up and waved it above his head. Then we called him Tarzan. Now on to the um, Black Rod. Here's bl- the Black Rod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is where Spencer Percival, the only uh, English UK Prime Minister to be assassinated thus yeah. far, uh, hopefully that will change, was killed, <laughs> was killed in the lobby of the House of Commons in uh, 1822. I could have done your job. He was. <laughs> <laughs> is it still available, that job? <laughs> Shall I just, do what I, shall I just talk about what I would do if I was the, no, doing I the guy? Like, I don't um, want to know what are the you two, it, One of the yeah. two fat ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sex by the speaker's chair. There we go. Did she? Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. How, with who? An MP, but she said she can't remember who it was. Okay. She was um, do you remember the two fat ladies? Yeah. So not the one with glasses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she had sex with an MP in the House of Behind Commons. the Speaker's chair. Wow. Yeah. While it was in session. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a toilet in the Speaker's chair. Is there? There was. Okay. Because there, there was only one speaker. Yeah. So the speaker couldn't get up and go leave debates. So um, there, was a, there was a toilet in the chair and he lifted it up and there was a curtain that used to go around the Speaker's chair. And all the MPs would His slap... His hand had come out. Would <laughs> oh, no, there wouldn't be any paedophiles in the House of Commons, though, would there? So that's... that's <laughs> bit of waste. He'd be wasting his time. <laughs> Imagine being that desperate, you know, <laughs> doing a debate, and then you're like, ooh... <laughs> He, uh, but yeah, and then all the MPs would slap their seats. As he did, uh, so you couldn't hear what was going on. Wow. Wow. When did that stop? <laughs> when did they, when st- they got multiple uh, speakers, speakers, yeah. and just some, to- <laughs> some regular toilets. <laughs> There's just a toilet back there, mate. I want to piss in my chair. I can't hear what's I'm going on. Pissing in my chair, but I <laughs> leaves the door open. What the fuck are they saying? Orgia, <laughs> uh, orgia. Should have used that. It's good. That's another name for poo. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that for four years. Yeah. Did you for four years? It was quite a few of kind of guide tour guide style people who went on to be stand-ups. I think Sarah Pascoe did. Uh, she did the um, the buses. Buses, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I did. Um, I, yeah, it was, full, it was like the, it was a full-time job. I worked with like the education department as well and all that. Yeah. And then I did stand up uh, in the evenings. Okay. And then I, I managed to quit my job after um, uh, winning. Yeah. Uh, well, you won the best. You won the best newcomer, and then the next year you won the best oldcomer. <laughs> yeah. The best not newcomer. You won the whole the whole awards. That you're the only person to have done that. Consecutive or at all? Has anyone won both both awards before? Or since? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm the only person. Yeah, you're the only person to do that. So that's pretty. Uh, and did you, when you started doing stand up, were you the character with the, the hair and the teeth? No, I started at uni and I yeah. did it for like um, I did it for like five six years, and I did some showcases up here. First time I was in 2008, I was doing a free fringe show at the Standing Order, right. the Weatherspoons. Right. <laughs> it was the only year they did. Uh, Right. Stand up in the. No, I just I got you know I, I got bored of it. I, I did the Pleasance Reserves, which again is like a showcase where you do fifteen minutes. And um, I was working at Parliament, and I was taking all my summer holidays to come up here. And it, I don't know, it was getting to a point where I was like, well, I don't know. I wasn't getting paid to do stand up, and it was like I'm not entirely sure what the gear change has to be here. So I um. When I came up in 2013, I kind of... It was just little things. I, I, I did, it was, I did a, a benefit that was based on Robin Williams' uh, films, and I had to do a Mrs. Doubtfire spoof. Right. And I put these fake teeth in to be Mrs. Doubtfire. And I just, it, like, it just clicked something. I just was having fun on stage. And I hadn't had fun for ages. And you know, neither had my audiences. I, think. <laughs> I was doing stuff like, you know... I was doing stuff like pretending I'd been on the Titanic and... Uh, I was filling out a crossword and then on the toilet and then someone knocks on the door and says they're sinking and I did a whole the whole 15 minute bit is about a bloke being pissed off because he couldn't finish his uh, crossword puzzle right. and then I remember on the first day someone came up to me and was like uh, yeah you know the crossword was invented like 10 years after the Titanic <laughs> and well, well that's gone it just it just, it just um, so I just kind of went hell for leather in 2013 yeah I remember I was stood in the Pleasance Courtyard and all my posters hadn't turned up and I got a call from my boss. I, I had to take a day early leave. I just had to, take, I, I just had to leave work, just not turn up. And I told her I was going to do it. She was like, I'm going to have to call you. I was, for the records. Yeah. So I'm stood in the Pleasance Courtyard and she calls me going, why aren't you at work? I was like, well, you know, I'm at the end of a fringe. She's like, okay, well, we're going to have to deal with this when you get back. So in my head, I'm going, right, well, when I get back, I think I might, I might be sacked. <coughs> anyway, I turned up, and then I handed in my notice because I, I won the newcomer off. Yeah. <laughs> Although she still maybe had the HR meeting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the woman from HR was sat there, and I went, well, I have handed in my notice. And she looked at me like, where the fuck are we here? Hmm. <laughs> And when you do the character, I wish I hadn't wasted that minute. Because like, well, it's yeah. nearly out of time now. <laughs> I just did that. Just literally, just look at my watch to see if, and then, then to have the audacity to discuss that as well, knowing I'm knowing I'm running out of time, but to waste another twenty seconds just discussing the fact that I wasted the time. <laughs> when I've got a very important question to ask you, and you, you're going to have. I mean, it's actually you've got no time. It is now two thirty. Just yeah. on the time I watch it turn to 2.30. We are actually out of here now. <laughs> when you do... I don't care, it's the last day. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. 
What are they going to do? Not pay me the money. Oh, shit, they won't pay me the money. Do you get fined if you go over? Yeah. How much? God knows. In Summerhall, it's 50 quid a minute. Is it? Fuck. I don't think it's too bad, because I think it's just... Uh, it was the woman from Molly and Mac on, on me after me the other day, and you won't even know what that is. When you do... Um, no, when you do... Uh, um, <laughs> not time to really go into this. No. Um, <laughs> Invite me on London, Would you like quid. to come back another time and have some money? <laughs> t- is that like no, a Johnny Carson? Like? I tell you what, uh, John, because I feel bad, you can have these... Those cost five quid, those stickers. You can have those. <laughs> Have those for free. Oh, great. I love yeah. these. Oh, I love the, uh, that Dennis the Menace kind of thing. You yeah, you can have that. Do you oh, can you... I, Jerry? Yeah, look. Because I had, did you have one? I had one I of didn't those. have one, yeah. This is if you become a member, you get this uh, Cool Cat Kid membership badge. I've never given to these one someone who hasn't become a member. John, there you go. You can have that. that I generally would love. Thank you. That's probably I mean, worth 500. It's like I'm a fan. It's one of... <laughs> <laughs> um, no show to plug. Just, you know, meeting my hero. Uh, Liam, thanks for coming to 20 shows. I once sold one of my question books for £1,500. The most recent one went for, I think, about £300. That was signed by all the guests, and I haven't got anyone to sign this one, but that's my my, my question. There you go. Good one there. That's my question. That's for Liam. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, do come back. Come back on again. uh, Do you live in London, don't you? Yeah, I do live in London. Because I'm doing loads around the country. They've cancelled all the trains. I know. It's insane. That's why I've got a car. You don't live in London as well. Right? No, I'm not giving you a lift, fucking hell, mate. Try <laughs> <laughs> to come with me and my family. Stay in T-Bay services with us. <laughs> it's really packed in the car. I've got a lot of programmes to take home with me. I bet your wife when I was at uni. Yeah, no, she was saying... She came you. up to do our gig. She told me this morning. And she was like the professional comedian. Yeah. And we were so excited. She said you were all in awe of her. I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. somebody had come up from London to Norwich yeah. where I was at university doing our gig. And she was great. Yeah. She, she went to the same university. There isn't time to talk about it, John. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there was time. There, there was fucking time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's John Kerr. <laughs> You've been lovely. Uh, if you want to see this more with touring, go to richherring.com slash gigs and you can find out all about that thank you so much everyone for coming and uh, thank you to everyone in the stand and at the Newtown Theatre for having me uh, you know I may see you again at some point you never know I'll just be out the back alright see ya bye you have been listening to Rahulastapa at the Edinburgh Fringe with me Richard Herring thank you to Pest for providing the music thank you to everyone at the Newtown Theatre and the stand and everyone at gofasterstrike.com the producer is James Hingley. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStrike.com production. Go to rahulastapa.co.uk to find out more. RichardHerring.com slash gigs to find out who my guests are for the rest of the run. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening. RichardHerring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh, yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the, on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye.